0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mozzie and The Muscle. I am The Muscle, joined by my co-host Mozzie. How you doing, man?
1: Hey, hey. Doing well, doing well. How are yeah. you, man?
0: I'm good. So, um, this, this one is, so we we did one last week before, ahead of the wild card games, and like the first 30 minutes recorded, and then my software crapped out again, and so I I, I got a different one, so should be good. Um <laughs> This one we'll talk about a little bit of news, uh, our game picks and stuff. Um, a lot of a lot of DFS talk this week. I think will be our uh, our main focus.
1: Yeah. Now that the uh, first round of the playoffs is over, you can really mm-hmm. just kind of hone in on your DFS lineups for the divisional round. So we're gonna go a lot into that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess <laughs> we can talk about our picks from last week. Um, we both we both missed the Kansas City game. Um I yep. think almost everyone missed that one. Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. ashamed
1: to have missed that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And then my my upset on the Atlanta call turned out to be good. That uh, right, it, mostly because of um Pharaoh Cooper though he kind of <laughs> he helped me out <laughs> a lot there with all those fumbles. Um, you know, we both got Jacksonville and New Orleans right, but all the, all the games are pretty close. Actually, I was about to say like the Atlanta Rams game. I know it was close for a bit, but like that might have been like the most like handily won game of the weekend. Actually, it really was.
1: At least it seemed to be.
0: Hmm. I was a, I was
1: never worried Jacksonville was going to lose. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, but it at was the close. End, at the end, when Tyrod went out and Peterman comes in, and Rome was like, he has a chance to like make history. He just jinxed the shit out of him, It, like fumbles out of bounds, which he kept it. And then literally, I think everyone on the face of the earth knew that that possession was going to end with an interception. I don't. There was zero doubt in my mind that was going to happen.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, poor Peterman. I mean, not, yeah. but
0: yeah. His career has gotten off to just a rough, rough start. (laughs) Man, he's he's like so that was thrown him under the bus.
1: He was too young, like not ready, and they now who's gonna trust Nathan Peterman now as a quarterback?
0: Yeah, yeah. Those five interceptions in that Chargers game, the interception there. I, I mean, the he had the one game where he wasn't awful for a bit. Like he like came up a couple times. Let me see where he came in. Yeah, in the in the Saints game at the end, he wasn't like <laughs> terrible, but I mean that's about it. <laughs> eh, whatever. I'm not I'm that's not putting the stock in him. But he's a rookie. Yeah. He, he might get better he, Fantasy he
1: sleeper, Nathan Peterman.
0: Nah, I don't I don't want any I don't if it's not LaShawn McCoy, I don't want a bill. Like assuming Tyrod <laughs> leaves.
1: Yeah, he's gonna leave. There's <clears throat> I almost guarantee he won't be with the Bills
0: next year. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of quarterback movement. I know one oh. guy you're excited about is Kirk, Kirk Cousins.
1: I am. Um because the Redskins either they're just gonna fuck it up. You know? They're gonna mess it up. I don't know if he's gonna be with the Redskins next year.
0: That's I mean that's fair. And I think he's a really good quarterback. Banking on the Redskins like shitting the bed is usually a good way to go. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I've heard him and I've heard Alex Smith connected to the Browns too. Which, that makes sense because yeah. Dorsey's the GM there and he was the one who brought Smith to Kansas City. So, right. And, and then you, the you could... Go ahead,
1: yeah. Hit me oh, with it. oh, yeah, no, sorry. Um, if, if the Redskins do trade Kirk Cousins, they have no quarterback. So they yeah. have to trade him to one of those teams that has a top draft pick and it would sort of be... The situation where they, this team is taking cousins in spite of a first round, quarterback yeah. pick. And to be honest, I actually think I would, I might take that if my team seemed ready to be, to do well, like the yeah. Broncos.
0: Especially, or like, or even that, like the Browns. They have two picks at the yep. top four. Like they can easily part with one of those.
1: Yeah, they could give the number four pick to the Redskins for cousins, and then they t- who they take number one out, like Saquon Barkley or something. All of a sudden, yeah. oh
0: shit. Or maybe the um, uh, the Broncos get uh, Kirk Cousins and they give Chad Kelly to the Redskins. Ooh, <laughs> Ch- Chad Kelly is my my pipe dream right now as far as like quarterbacking goes. Like I really want to see Chad Kelly get a chance.
1: It's funny because I'm pretty sure he was Mister Irrelevant. Yep, in the he draft, <laughs>
0: he, he fell one. He was injured and two, he had all those off field issues. But yeah, you know, he's a really he talented is, yeah. guy. So. I I'm interested to see if that happens to anything. But anyway, so um I guess we can start um we can we can make some picks um real quick. I uh I think we agree on every game, don't we? I'd imagine. Pretty much. So I mean Atlanta Philly, um I've got Atlanta. Um they really are favored. I think that's correct. Um the over under yeah, is forty one. I... Yeah. That sounds about Ooh, right.
1: Forty one. Yeah, that's
0: probably I don't know. I might bet the under on
1: that. Um, I just don't think Foles has what it takes to beat Atlanta's defense, which is playing crazy good right now. Better than last Mm -hmm. year's playoffs. And that's sort of the unspoken thing. However, I do want to say, that's something I've talked to you about. I think Philly's defense is good and will show up and keep them close. I just don't think Foles is going to be able to capitalize.
0: Yeah. The thing is, I don't know, like... They are good against the run, but both of Atlanta's running backs can catch really well. So I think that all match up right. Yeah,
1: and Um, their the the weakness in Philly is their secondary, and I don't think Matt Ryan is going to struggle against their secondary very much with Julio Jones and Sanu.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be watching the weather because I mean, if the weather gets really really bad, um, that that helps Philly more than anything. I mean, anything to change the um, conditions. Well, favor the underdog in that sense, but I I, I think it's Atlanta's game to lose. Um, although, I don't know it's it's the playoffs. Betting against the home team in the playoffs is sometimes risky. Um, you know, unless it's the Chiefs, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and then well, don't next worry.
1: Up... You just don't have Andy Reid anymore. <laughs> they have their disciple. Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we'll we'll see how we'll see if the uh, clock management troubles extend down the down the line. <laughs> right, and then. Tennessee, New England. Uh, last week, no one saw Tennessee winning. They did. This week, I, I really don't see a possibility <laughs> of it happening. I mean, well, they cover the spread probably because the spread is thirteen and a half. Like, that's I think they can cover that, but I don't see I'm a way. About that, it though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, Tennessee's game plan is you know like try to slow it down as much as possible. Like right, lots, lots, and lots, and lots of Derrick Henry, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't. Then. There's just no feasible way I can see Tennessee winning this game. I would love it if it happened. I really would. I would cry probably out of joy. Like that would be yeah. amazing.
0: And and unless just Brady gets hurt, like that's that's just the only ways if Brady gets hurt. Yeah, and then well, then they have Brian
1: Hoyer, so they're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goat. Um. So next up, we've got. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's favored by seven um the over on un, over under 41 oh yeah the over under the New England game is 48 so they think they think New England's gonna get like four plus touchdowns which is I mean it makes sense but um yeah yeah Jacksonville yeah. Pittsburgh same same as the Atlanta Philly 41 over under Pittsburgh's favored by a touchdown here um am I, I pick, I'm the whole picking, touchdown yeah I'm picking Pittsburgh but like I would also take the spread on this
1: I am pretty
0: confident in the Steelers winning this game.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I, don't I mean know I would why.
0: take the spread, but yeah, I I think the Steelers get this. I mean, they're not good. He, he's not going to throw five picks again. I don't
1: <laughs> No, I, I could see him throwing one. Yeah. But he's definitely not going to throw five when Big Ben is like on, he's on. I don't think uh, Jacksonville is going to be able to. I just don't think they can keep up offensively.
0: No, that they, they can't. the the biggest The biggest thing is going to be like how healthy is Antonio Brown actually? Like the reports are that he's like doing well, all good. But I mean, in a game situation, how is that going to go? Like if he gets hit there, like what's going to happen? You know.
1: Right. Well, I think he's going to be decoy Brown. Even if like he might ha- he might play and be fine and just torch everybody. But if he's not fine, they're just going to put him in on routes, and he's going to draw coverage away. And then Ben, who's been practicing with Juju for two weeks, that, I, I think Juju and Bell are going to be getting a lot of receptions this game. Doing
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah Juju gets the easier matchup of like kind of in the slot there, more of their – I can't I don't remember his name, but he, he, he's the guy who's not an all-pro. So. <laughs> By easier, we just mean like not impossible, <laughs> right? It's just and, I don't know.
1: The Jaguars do have a great defense. I just I don't know if they'll be able to
0: sustain. Yeah, it's it's all going to be on how Bortles uh, can manage. But isn't
1: um, Roethlisberger's offensive line pretty damn good?
0: I have, I don't really know. That's a good question. I mean, it seems like they've been, but. For me, also a key thing is Ryan Shazier is obviously still out. That's gonna be an impact. I mean, right. for- Fournette like just wore him out that game, and Shazier was still there. Um, mm-hmm. So, who was it, uh, Mike Mitchell? Oh yeah, um, when Fournette <laughs> went for that run and like waved Mike Mitchell into tackle him and just trucked him. That was uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, I think I think it's gonna be a running back centric game here. I mean, Bell and Fournette are both poised for big games yeah i agree with that mm-hmm. next up we've got new orleans at minnesota which to me is probably going to be the most exciting game of the uh of the weekend we've got a forty six and a half over under and minnesota's favorite by five um at home so i think this is one where we actually both agree on the upset right yeah i am picking the saints
1: mm-hmm,
0: same. <clears throat> i'm not okay I'm, i'm not quite as confident about it as i was um earlier um like before because originally we did our picks like we like we both picked the new orleans um saints to get to the super bowl right um, so i watching carolina last week seeing watching them shut down the shutdown of running backs obviously like breeze tore them up but minnesota can implement that game plan but like not get torched in the same way because their corners are way better than the corners in Carolina.
1: They are. I mean, yeah. definitely they have Xavier Rhodes and who's the other guy, Harrison
0: Smith. Yeah. I Although I, I don't know if the linebackers in Minnesota are quite as good as the linebackers in Carolina, but I well, mean, they have
1: Luke Keekly, so they're automatically like,
0: yeah. Although he's, that's, he's phenomenal. The, the D line there in Minnesota is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, just seeing how Carolina like was able to negate their running backs, I think like if Minnesota might be able to do that and cover better, but I mean I can't just bank on him doing that. So this is this is the call I'm least confident about because I mean, well it is an upset, but this will be a close game I think.
1: I think this is a field goal wins again.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably. It is isn't a dome, though. So that does help. I mean, the Saints, of course, they're a dome team.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I just. I love Breeze. Everyone loves Breeze, I feel like. So, I want New Orleans to win. Maybe that's clouding my judgment, but I still think New Orleans is a scary good team. I think their defense is going to show up really well. Yeah, I have a feeling they they might give Case
0: Keenum some real problems. I do too. Yeah, and then, okay, so I guess as far as locks and upsets, this is clearly both of our upsets of the week here, because it's the only upset. Um for lock, I guess uh, the Pittsburgh and Falcons would be in lock territory. Um, it's, I, don't, I don't know if we have gone like touchdown or less than touchdown, but anyway, yeah, I think choosing between Pittsburgh and Atlanta for a lock. I mean, I think Atlanta would be my lock. Yeah, <laughs> same. To be honest, honestly, Pittsburgh's probably a little safer, but I don't know. I I, I see Actually, Jacksonville I'm- being able to pull. Jacksonville's defense is so freaking good and Leonard Fournette is so freaking good that I right I feel like the path to an upset is better for them because like okay Atlanta and Philly like the way this game plays out seems pretty clear cut like gonna need low scoring the the game changer is gonna be like one big play in the passing game for the Falcons and like that's gonna kind of lock it up
1: yep that's yeah no I just I do think Jacksonville can win the game against the Steelers. Mm. I was reading all the stats and all the posts. You know, they're one in four historically, the Steelers are against Jacksonville in the playoffs, and Hmm. that Jacksonville has the better defense. And everybody always says, like, pick the team with the better defense. But yeah. I still don't think they're going to win, but they could.
0: Mm. Yeah, it feels kind of weird picking, like, my lock as, like, an away team. Because, I mean,. That's kind of weird, but it's Nick Foles, so <laughs> yeah, he used all seven of
1: his touchdown passes and
0: would be. Are you all up man? That one season, that's that was that was it. That was his uh, glory <laughs> play.
1: So when it's uh, your actual day, do you make all the same lineup? Do you change them all to the same one, or do you like
0: um, keep well, a bunch for, of different for cash? For cash, all like I'll just play the same lineup the whole time. But like for GPP, like in tournaments, like I play a bunch of different ones. Okay. Which I don't know. Like with 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 the divisional rounds, like during the season, I pretty much almost play cash only. I do like a little bit of GPP, but um, I feel like during this weekend, where almost everything's the same, like one wrong pick. I mean, in in the in the regular season, it can do that too. But like, it's almost everyone's is the same so like if you differentiate and it like goes wrong i feel like not hitting in cash is a lot more likely than it is in the regular season whereas opposed to gpp like where there's not as many options like the likelihood that you choose the best lineup i mean obviously it's the same for everyone but like you have there, there are fewer options so like the i mean statistically speaking like you're more likely to hit the perfect lineup in in the postseason than you are in the regular season I mean, that's the way I see it also it's kind of like fun. I don't like I said It's just, I don't do much GPP during the regular season so this is kind of like my time to like change change course and do something a little different <laughs> yeah for sure <coughs> but what about you are you usually a cash or GPP or some of both I think I've only ever just done cash gotcha
1: is GPP you got- on DraftKings like
0: I know G- GPP is a guaranteed prize pool it's just like tournaments pretty much so like oh. the Sunday Million or like the Bitcoin Bowl Basically oh, like a okay. tournament lineup. One, with like because like on Fanduel. By the way, like Fanduel is what we're going to be referencing here. So on Fanduel, what you get the sixty thousand and like cash gain value is like two times. So like you want to hit like the hundred twenty point threshold. That's that that'll usually get you in for cash. And then for GPPs and um, tournaments, you want to you want to try to hit the three times value. You want to hit like one eighty. Like usually, if you hit one eighty, that secures you like a pretty good spot for return. Not obviously not the top spot, but all well, I even mean, this past week actually pretty much was. But um, yeah, like you you want to look for that. Um, one other thing I've read is like for tournaments, you want to pick a player whose chance to hit three times value is higher than their projected ownership, and you can kind of look up projected ownerships. And I know uh, football guys will well, don't do in their playoffs, but like usually the season a projected ownership, and you can like look up like reports online. Most of them like cost something, but basically like you want you want to pick a guy who um. Like, even if a guy's, like, highly owned, it's fine. But, like, say you're looking for a value pick. I'm, like, talking about, like, oh, James White. I think his chance to reach three times value is probably higher than his ownership percentage. So, like, he's a decent, you know, like, tournament play. But I I wouldn't play him in cash, though, because, I mean, like, it's the Patriots' backfield. So. Right. Basically, cash versus tournament is, like, safe versus, you know, some more risk obviously like you want to have those anchors anyway like levy on bell is good for cash or gbp because like he's probably gonna get a lot of points so he's a good anchor regardless like it's okay to have like some high on picks but like in cash you can have like all the chalk picks but in gbp you want to have like a couple things different is more or less how it is but uh, cash is a lot like safer obviously in general but this this is my this is my time where i you know change it up a bit all right so i guess let's go through the games and talk about who we'd like and don't like um for cash or gpp um we can start with atlanta and philly um not as many from this game for me what about you mazi
1: from atlanta and philly um i think you wouldn't you could do pretty well with a matt ryan and sanu kind of thing mm-hmm Because, like I said, I don't think the running backs are going to be very effective for the Falcons. I don't think they're going to be ineffective. I still think Devontae gets like 13 points or something. But if I'm going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'm thinking they will, the way I do that is by throwing on their secondary. Yeah. Julio is probably going to get what he normally gets, which is a lot of catches and a good amount of yardage but he might not get the end zone. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah, I Yeah, that's like typical Sanu.
0: Julio game.
1: So I think Sanu has a better chance of getting the end zone score there, and uh, he's way cheaper.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I like got Fandle, it's like, what, A, let me take a look. Julio's 8,800, while Sanu was 5,800. So that's, that's 3,000, that is a it's a lot of savings if you want to get a piece of that passing game right and um keep it cheap yeah i i agree i like i like both the pass catchers i mean julio or so um <clears throat> which which sounds weird what i'm gonna say here where i'm not huge on matt ryan i mean i'll have i'll have him in like one or two spots maybe but like okay he he's safe so like a cash game play yeah like he'll probably get you the 15 to 18 and like, right kind of hit right at that two times he'll he'll probably hit that two times value for you but um on fa- like on Fanduel scoring, he has not hit twenty points at all like all season. Um, his highest was nineteen point four two against Carolina one week, and um, so like this the ceiling just like I mean obviously it's Steve Sarkeesian and not Shanahan, so the ceiling's not really there for him. So for me, like he's more of like a cash game play than a tournament play. Although I mean his ownership will be low, so like I'm gonna throw a lineup or two out there with him in there, but. <clears throat>
1: Well, that yeah, defense, he, if that's his highest scoring game, nineteen point four against the Panthers, wouldn't you say the Eagles have a similar setup defense? A good run D, um, pretty good linebackers, and then like one or two guys in the secondary, but not as strong.
0: Yeah, I, their pass rush is definitely a lot better than the Panthers' pass rush, though, at least in my opinion. It is. I mean, the D line's way better. So, so they have Barnett and, like, and Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Also, like the Falcons' defense is highly improved too um i mean they, like they're slowing games down in general although like so this could be the game where the run game just gets shut down and it has to be matt ryan but i don't see a scenario in which he i i don't think nick Foles is gonna like go off by any means like there's not gonna be many cases where like matt ryan has to put the team on his back per se true yeah that's like, also true if like if it, next week if it's if it ends up being Falcons saints like we're thinking that would be a case where you know Matt Ryan has to put the team on his back some, but um, in in this case it's it's gonna be a little scoring so like I think he gets you that fifteen eighteen you know probably like two fifty and a touchdown um, but I don't think it's gonna be a whole lot more than that, so, uh, like I said, ca- cash game good, I mean, not as much. I mean, I mean, what what do you what do you think he's getting? I mean.
1: I think he it, could throw a pick, but I think he's going to have two touchdowns thrown, and yeah, I think he'll have a decent amount of yardage. I think like maybe in the two seventy. Mm-hmm.
0: So and I'm, I'm pretty much staying away from the running backs. Like I said, I had I may have each of them in like one spot, just because Coleman at fifty eight hundred isn't isn't bad. It's it's kind of funny looking at like the home road splits of these guys like. It's kind of like, like Freeman's home road splits are actually pretty insane. He's, like, so much better at home than on the road. But it might just kind of be happenstance, who knows. No, I'd but, much um, rather have
1: Coleman this week. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like if anyone's going to get in the end zone as a running back, it's going to be Coleman on some kind of passing behind, the, you know, screen route or something.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what's nice, like, especially, like, in a tournament player or anything, if you're looking for, you know, like, you want to find someone who, like, has the – chance to just break off a touchdown at some point and you know coleman's really good he he got he got he got a lot of touches last week didn't he yeah I mean, he, he did. got like 10 to 12 touches last week so i mean he he's involved enough that i think you know it's worth a look so which quarterback
1: do you like then unless you want to like keep to just yeah. doing games but
0: yeah i'll, I'll save it for the, the game at the games that comes okay. up um like I said, Matt Ryan, good for cash. Um, I may have him in one or two spots in tournament lineups, but like, I'm not like. I mean, the over/under is 41 for a reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it is Philly. It's not going to be like terrible, but there's a. I mean, there's there's a chance it gets kind of windy there, and you know, affects it a little bit. But, um, either Passivas isn't great. It's not like awful. Um, I guess on the on the on the Philly side. Oh yeah, I also like Atlanta's defense this week. <laughs> On Fanduel at forty four hundred. Yeah, I was about to ask, cheap. who do you like on defense? Okay, yeah, yeah, so I, I like them a lot. The Falcons defense, I think, is valuable. You know, cash or GPP, just because it's cheap and seems kind of like a good spot to be in against Nick Foles. And then, um, I I would consider the Eagles defense in a GPP, just because okay, home underdogs. That's throughout. Right, yeah. like, like the way to take down a tournament is like taking the defense that no one's on usually and a home underdog is usually the way to do that. So, I mean, you've said it all year. Yeah. The, the, the home underdog, that's right. It's the, it's the way to go. But, um, I okay, guess so I'm, that might be in one spot. Like I may have one a Philly defense stack and that'd be it. <laughs> um, yeah, on that, um, a Jay where he, okay. He's 6,900 on FanDuel. But Derrick Henry is 6,700. Latavius is 68. McKinnon is 65. Like Burkett's 64. if you think he's gonna play? Like, I I don't think Ajayi is a great play this week. Like I said, I may have him in one or two spots in the tournament lineup. But Atlanta's rundy is pretty good actually. Like Dan Quinn has really put his mark there. So I I don't. What's what do you think on Ajayi? I'm not huge on him, but
1: oh, I'm definitely not a huge on him. No way.
0: <laughs> because, I, I
1: mean, he might bust one out, you know, get a huge touchdown run. I just don't. I just I don't believe in Philly's offense.
0: Yeah. Also, over the last five games, Atlanta is the best team against running backs for fantasy. Right. So, I mean, they just yeah. shut up
1: Todd Gurley.
0: Yeah, like, they kept Todd Gurley in check, which, I mean, keeping him in check is, like, 100 all-purpose yards for him, but still, like... Right, they, they held they held the Rams in check pretty so, well. Rams like, have a
1: great line. Yeah. hmm
0: Yeah, like the only player I on mean, the Rams Whose who's... offensive
1: line do you think is better?
0: i mean, I'd I'd say the Rams line is is better, but right. And I... you know I I would take Goff over Foles, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's kind of uh, yeah, like I wouldn't touch Foles obviously, but I don't think I'd take a either.
0: Yeah, I don't. Honestly, like Foles definitely not for cash. I I don't even know if I'll bother putting him in a GPP lineup. Like that's how little I believe in him. Like may like even like I want to say maybe one, but like last week I like put Tyrod in one, just kind of felt like it, and like that was a waste, and I knew it was gonna be a waste. So like I I maybe if you're doing a hundred lineups having Foles in like one, <laughs> but like if you're doing like twenty or less, I don't think it's worth it to waste a spot on Foles. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, even back. if the Eagles do win, it's not gonna be on his back.
1: I'd be very surprised if it was. It would be on a back, most likely. Yeah, or yeah, one of their
0: or just ridiculous the running there. back, right? That that's the issue. There is like it could it could be blunt, like it could be like air Blunt, and you could get screwed or like, Clement or yeah, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like there's like Clement. Blunt and are all options on FanDuel at various prices. Like, I don't really want to get involved with either of them. But, so last week, Cooper Cup was really the only fancy relevant player. Well, actually, Robert was had a good game, but Cooper Cup had a pretty good game, um, which leads me to believe that Agulor isn't a bad option here. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's their slot guy. Um, and Foles is actually still going to him. I was kind of looking into it more because I was unsure, like, where I like because I've I've had Algalore in and out of a lot of lineups because I'm like, well, he's a slot guy against Atlanta, but, you know, it's Nick Foles. So um, weeks... Uh, he didn't really play much week 17, but weeks uh, 15 and 16, he got targeted 9 and 7 times, and that was Nick Foles. So, I mean, Nick Foles still looks his way, but the thing is that obviously the value of those targets are a lot less, but...
1: If there's going to be a receiver that I'm picking, it's going to be him. Because I'm not taking Jeffrey.
0: Yeah. Ertz think, could
1: do well, too.
0: Yeah, Ertz, Ertz is the guy that like I actually kind of want from this game. At least on the Philly side, he's the only guy I feel like we're remotely confident about. Um, like I said, week 17. Sorry, week, Yeah, he only plays week 17. Week 15, he got the nine targets for um, six receptions, 56 yards, a touchdown. Week sixteen on against Oakland, he had fourteen targets. That's a lot for right. nine receptions and eighty-one yards. Like Foles is going to look his way a lot. That's that's the upside of it. So like, if you're looking for the volume, that's the way to go. So, although the the issue with that is above and below him and price points, there's also two. What I see is really good options. So,
1: right? Yeah, I just mm, is it worth it? Because I mean, we've talked a little bit
0: about Gronk and his
1: potential.
0: Yeah. yeah, like so. If if you if you can't fit Gronk into your lineup, because what Gronk to Ertz that gets you what? So Gronk is eighty five hundred, Ertz is seventy two hundred. Yeah, so thirteen hundred is you know like a pretty sizable amount. And that's a lot. I mean, yeah, and it's still like a premier tight end. And even from that, you can go down a thousand to Walker or thirteen hundred to Rudolph. Um so it's he. He's I feel like his ownership will be a little lower than it should be. I mean he'll still probably be pretty popular, but just because Gronk and Walker and Rudolph are at their price points, I, Ertz and Walker actually probably Ertz and Walker both might be left out a little bit. But I'll have I'll have him a little. I think Ertz is a pretty safe cash gameplay personally.
1: I mean if they just shut down Nick Foles, he's not going to get anything. So you do run yeah. that risk, but I think it's more likely that he does have, like, that six catches, 80 yards, maybe a score.
0: Yeah, because even, um, what is it, week 16 where he didn't get, like, any touchdowns, he's still got a ton of targets in on FanDuel. He got 12.6 points, which, you know, isn't great. But if it's, I mean, if you're at a cash game, he's, like, what, 70, 200. That's not quite value, but it's close enough that, like, his, I think his, I think his floor is ten Fanduel points. So I mean, if you're in cash, that's not gonna break you by any means. And I, like, he, okay, I think he is definitely the most likely to catch a touchdown, for sure. Um, might be the most likely to just get a touchdown of the Eagles in general. Um, and maybe it's like one of the running backs, but I couldn't pick which one. I don't know what. What are you thinking on that? How is uh How are the Falcons against tight ends? Um, pretty decent, not like amazing. They're um, a little better than average, but nothing crazy. They they shut like they, they are like swamping running backs lately, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of surprising given the reputation. But um, they said that pretty much their weakness is kind of the slot slot spot, but which they could line
1: arts in.
0: Like yeah done, isn't, isn't your typical tight end so like, no, he's like with him and different. gronk you're a lot they're different yeah so,
1: uh, so let me see yeah I don't know I don't think he's a bad play by any means he's seventy two hundred it's just kind of like right in the middle of the rest of them and and gronk
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um, he's the only person like in his in that price range at all
0: mm-hmm. yeah that that's that's kind of the thing is he could help you get some different lineups in which And a tournament is nice. Um, So I guess we can move on to um, the next game that would be Tennessee at New England. Um, I guess we'll start on the Tennessee side because there's probably not as much um, to (laughs) discuss. So, I mean, first off, like, I guess we can start with Mariota. Um, He... Yeah. Okay, so that's 7,500... That's, okay, he needs 15 to hit cash value. Um, I think he does. Like 20, push 23 to hit tournament value. As yeah, as a cash game player, I actually do like it because he's relatively cheap. Um, the the assumption is going to be that the Titans, like, will be behind. So, I mean. Yes. That's a thing. And he'll get and garbage actually, Yeah. Also, his last two games, he's combined for over 100 rushing yards. So, huh that's something to look at i mean he's his hamstring seems like seems good now like i think he's good so like on that front that i mean that helps i i, I let's look at his last four weeks so on fandle he's gotten 18 points 12.4 13.4 then the 27 last week I'll, i don't think we get the 27 like last week um i don't think he's gonna throw a touchdown pass to himself again <laughs> but um yeah
1: <laughs> maybe I mean,
0: like you can you can probably like expect you know like some rushing yards like that, that four to 5.4 for rushing yards. And he's, I mean, he's always a threat to run it in, in the end zone too. Yeah. Um,
1: he, did you know he's never thrown a red zone pick?
0: <laughs> I know. I actually looked that up the other day. I'm like, how is he, how is he still not thrown a red zone? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Two. Actually. It's been that's really years. impressive.
1: Yeah. Is he due?
0: Maybe, but I don't know. Seahawks know I mean, all about getting intercepted in the end zone, right? <laughs> Yeah, the, the the Patriots are 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 on it with that one. <laughs> I mean, I I think a fair projection for him is like two twenty five passing touchdown, maybe an interception, and like five points from rushing. So I mean, and possibly a rushing score. Yeah, I like Mariota
1: personally at seventy five, five hundred.
0: Yeah, he's not like my favorite play, <clears throat> but um, depending on how you think this game goes, he can be. As I like him in option. cash. Yeah, I mean, he could be, like, a good, GP play, uh, a good GPP play, too. Like, he probably won't be super high-owned. Everyone's going to be on Brady and Keenum and it may probably Matt Ryan and Big Ben. I feel like Mariota might be the forgotten guy. Like, even though last week should have some recency bias, which it'll probably up him a little bit, but, yeah. Like, I won't have a ton of him, but, like, I'll definitely have more him than Matt Ryan, I'd say. In, like, right, he's cheaper than Ryan, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a plus two. Um as far as his pass catchers go, I mean Delaney Walker sixty two hundred, he's he's the number one receiver there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah. The only worry is New England trying to game plan him out, but New England's not like stellar against tight ends or anything. They're I mean, they're pretty average.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna try to stop the run mostly. So I think Delaney Walker will have a good game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see. Uh, oh never mind. i I misspoke. New England's been really getting so tight end lately, but I mean, who I don't know who they played at the tight end that could be a big part of it. That I mean, that they though, played but. the
1: Jets in Week 17, who don't have a tight end right now because yeah. Ferry and Jenkins was just awful at the end of the year. Um, yeah, he
0: <laughs> those. Uh, I think I think it got demoralized by those like overturned touchdowns. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, they had um asset they had buffalo week 13 and then they had the dolphins and then they had pittsburgh and then they had uh buffalo again then they had i don't even know what team that is the jets so like yeah like because clay's K- been kind of hurt too so they haven't really had any tight end premium teams most of the year so that might be a little skewed but um yeah walker's a decent option so of the receivers they're all pretty cheap. They're all so. What is it? Rashard Matthews is fifty five hundred. Um, Corey Davis is fifty four hundred. Uh, let's see. Eric Decker is forty eight hundred. So there, there are some value options here at receiver. Which, if you're if you're looking for a touchdown, like Eric Decker is probably the most likely. He's he's yeah. always been a red zone guy. Um, I mean. You, you know what? I already told you this last night. I mean, if you, if you had to choose one, who would you go? Or at least between Matthews and uh, Corey Davis, who would you go?
1: You know, I'd probably take Davis over Matthews because Matthews and Mariota just have not had a connection for a really long time.
0: Yeah, um, I'll, I don't know. Every time I've counted on Matthews, he's let me down. I also like Corey Davis just in general. but
1: But I'm not like... It's like every week someone says it's Corey Davis's week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> One of us even like we bought into it too. Uh so I'm not I don't know. I like Walker the most and Henry and Mariota probably. I don't know if I'd take any wide receivers. Maybe Decker cuz he's 4800 and he could get you that touchdown.
0: Yeah, that that would be the biggest thing cuz I mean he's getting the red zone looks like i said i just i just want to believe core davis is the guy He did get seven targets last week though which was the most of the receivers he did something but Mm -hmm. i mean seven targets isn't like a a ton by any means so he's definitely been more involved than matthews so he said it's would you rather have
1: him or nelson Aguilar if you're going low
0: um
1: is higher isn't
0: he Aguilar is about a thousand more um I would feel safer with Aguilar, I think. Um, I mean, okay, if, I, like, if I'm putting that 1,000 into savings, that's kind of a, like, Fournette or Kamara thing. That's like, that's that difference. Or, um, let's see, you know, Le'Veon Bell is 9,400, so I wanted him. That would be a way to go down from Agalor. But, you know, if I'm not going, if I'm going, like, Henry and Fournette at running back, I would probably be more inclined to go Aguilar. Um, if I had to pick one of them just because I could make the savings work. But, I mean, going Davis and Aguilar together, like, Sanu, Aguilar, and Davis together as, like, a really cheap wide receiver core can put you some, like, really, really good lineups um, as far as, like, your other spots. Like, that way – like, if that would be a way to pay up for Gronk if you wanted to – like, including one of these Titans receivers and, like, two other kind of cheap receivers, um, like Sanu and Aguilar that we talked about, um, would be kind of a way to go – because last week, it was going cheap at running back one. So, I mean, maybe it's going up at running back ones this week. Who knows? Hmm. Okay. Because, let me see. So, yeah. Like, if I go Davis, New Aguilar, I can get Gronk, Brady, Bell. And I can also go um, Derek Henry and um, then grab, like, Falcons D and then uh, Josh Lambo. So, I mean, like, you can fill out, like, some pretty good studs at other spots. But, um... Anyway, I guess back to the point of this. Uh, <laughs> I I won't have many of these guys. Like I, I'll probably have a couple spots of Walker, but like as far as the receivers go, I don't think I'll have much of them. Just in general. Yeah, I, I mean I they're... wouldn't I would maybe consider Decker and Cash, but aside from that, like no, I wouldn't really want any of these guys in cash. Well, I guess Walker, but.
1: Yeah, I think Walker will will do well. I think he and Ertz yeah. have very similar uh, floors.
0: Yeah, and then um, obviously there's Derrick Henry. Um, for me, like it, cash on Fanduel, Henry feels like a must-play. What do you What do you think there?
1: Pretty much 6,700, and you know he's going to get the ball this game, and he's a good running back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, pretty much just under 14 points is hitting value, and like he's going to get like 25 touches, like. Twenty five yeah. touches to get you fourteen fantasy points. That's doable, pretty much in any scenario. I feel like so.
1: We always say that volume does generally transfer over to value. So,
0: yeah, like I think he's higher up on DraftKings now. But like, also like he can catch the ball, but he doesn't catch the ball much. I mean, we saw him break off like that long run against uh, Jacksonville, but. I don't know, people give enough credit for like how fast he is, just because he's so big and they assume he's slow. But mm-hmm. he's a fast, yeah, he's, big dude. <laughs> yeah, like he and Fournette are just freaks of nature. But um, yeah, so like for me, Henry is the play from the Titan side, like for sure. I'll have him in a lot of lineups, um, like, even tournament lineups, just because he frees up so much space. But right, yeah, I've got him in my. I think every lineup I have, I have Derek Henry. <laughs> nice.
1: Which only, it worries me, because if he is a must play, then everyone's going to have him, but at the same time, it's like, you miss out not having him.
0: Yeah. Um, any shares of the Titans defense? <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> nope, yeah, I will not have a single one. Um, I don't think there's any way that benefits you. Um you could do like unless Tom Brady defense, gets though. Yeah, the, the Patriots defense, I can see working out well, because they've actually been pretty good lately, and... As long as they can, you know, contain Mariota's rushing and don't toss a touchdown back to him, um, (laughs) then I think he's good. Thank you. Yeah, the Patriots' D, um, I like like the Patriots' D and the Falcons' D as my two defensive plays this week. Those are, like, my top two, I'd say. Okay. Because, like, even if I'm playing Derrick Henry, I still think the Patriots, like, playing the Patriots' defense and Derrick Henry, maybe not in a tournament, but, like, even then, like, in cash, it's definitely viable just because there's a – Good chance to get like a pick and a couple sacks or something, and we we saw last week the Titans are going to give Henry the ball regardless. So yeah, it might be one of those things where it's able to work out. Um, Traditionally speaking,
1: I feel like the Patriots defense does very well in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, we saw that in the Super Bowl, didn't we? Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as far as other pieces, Gronk is gonna you know go ballistic. I feel like.
1: Yeah. That was one of the things we did talk about. I this could be a really big game for Gronk. <laughs> yeah, the if Titans I'm are like in a Patriot player. I'm probably grabbing the
0: Titans that. are so bad against the tight end. It's it's bad. Yeah, and, and they have nobody Ke- in the secondary that can match up with him. It's it's Kelsey was just going off last week too before I got hurt, and that was like in less than a half. So. Right. And, I mean, okay, so, like, if, if we're, I guess, kind of talking about the pass catchers in general and the other weapons. So, Tennessee's got a pretty good run defense. That's check. Um I Adoree Jax is not great, but he has the speed to keep up with Brandon Cooks, I think. At least that's, that's my take. He's pretty athletic. I mean, I, I don't think he'll shut Cooks down, but it's not going to be as easy of a day for Cooks as everyone else thinks. At least that's my take on it. Um okay. I feel like Chris Hogan could have a good day. Um, I do too. Yeah, I've got him in on
1: one of my cash lineups.
0: Yeah, he, ex- he's. I think he's decent for both. Like he's a little risky for cash, but especially like in tournaments, everyone will be worried about it because he's just coming back from injury. And then like that last time we tried to come back briefly, he barely did anything. So he's. I think he's a pretty good play. Um, I'll. I'll I mean, I'll have cooks in a little bit, like, like one or two lineups maybe, just because. He can just blow up, but I don't, I'm not banking on him like everyone else is. Um, for me, I mean, Gronk, Gronk is the guy here. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's a lot to pay up for. It's, it's what, 8,500? Yeah, that's a lot. But it could be worth it.
1: Mm, yeah, I think it is,
0: <laughs> personally. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's... Pretty easy to envision, you know, 150 and a touchdown. Yes. <laughs> it's too easy. Oh, it's all and, too easy. You know, if that's on eight catches, that's what 25 <laughs> points there. That's pretty right. much that's pretty much your value. So.
1: And that's pretty much what I'm expecting. About twenty five
0: Yeah. Um on the running backs, okay. It's getting it's really murky right now. I assume Gillisley's out or on the bench. Um Berghead so He's practicing, but they said he's been kind of like limpy. But I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, the, thing is, have. No, the thing is, no, the thing is, the Patriots though. It it right. is the Patriots, so like it, you never know with them. It's so, like if he is, if Burkett is in, we don't know if he's full or limited. Um, I think James White probably plays, but he, his role is pretty cemented. So I I think with that, it's a matter of like, for for the Patriots, you're kind of like not. You're not hoping. You're kind of like banking on maybe one of those guys scratching to make the other two viable plays i mm. mean i know i texted you this earlier about like oh like Burkhead may not play if so Dion lewis and if that's the case yeah like if Burkhead doesn't play Dion lewis is a good option even though the tennessee titans have a good run defense but if they all three play i might be just really avoiding the situation
1: i think lewis is your only safe bet Personally,
0: even if all three play,
1: if I don't think all three are going to play, um, if like because I think Lewis has the playoff experience as well that they're well, going to use of James him. White, yeah, and I think it's going to be those two. I don't think Burkhead is going to be that involved. I think it's Lewis yeah. and White,
0: yeah, because I mean. Burkhead has been the goal line back, too, like, throughout the season. And, and if, if Burkhead does scratch both of these guys, like, Lewis and White become pretty good plays. Like, if Burkhead's out, I think James White is, like, a fantastic play mm. at 4,800. Because, I mean, okay, 4,800, that's really, really easy. Like, 15 points, that's your three times. And, you know, if he gets, what, 20 rushing yards, 60 receiving yards, and a touchdown, like, you're there. And that's pretty feasible for James White. <laughs> so. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, and I'll I'll be watching this pretty much right up until game, game time to see if like uh, that's the case. See if well, I mean, plays. yeah, I guess I guess I'll say up until like the Falcons game starts because some. I mean, you can do late changes in FanDuel, but some of your stuff will set in there. Um, but yeah, this backfield's kind of tough to navigate right now. At least at least my take is. I mean, I'll have DL Lewis in a spot or two just because. Like, if he is the bell cow, he's looked good in it, too. Um, then He's, he's been spot. so
1: good the past few weeks. Yeah, And we all expect the Patriots will be leading the game, you know? Yeah. Or in charge. So he's got to run it. I Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Lewis kind of... Even if Burkhead plays, I still like Lewis, but I like him a lot more if he's out, obviously. Yeah. How? What I'm
0: really worried about is, like, if Burkhead's active... Even if he's limited, I feel like he still might be the goal line guy, which would suck. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would. Yeah, that
0: would really blow. But to to put it into perspective, though, uh, sixteen and seventeen, Lewis did play Buffalo and the Jets, so uh, <laughs> it was so uh, Buffalo
1: has the worst run D, and
0: yeah, the Jets, despite uh, last uh, week. <laughs> yeah,
1: the so anyway, was um, actually decent, actually, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but it was week seventeen, so it's kinda of hard to yeah, talking to anything. Happy. Yeah. Um anyone else for this game you're considering? Um We we can talk about kickers at the very end and kind of discuss kickers as like a whole. Um mm-hmm. But as far as like other positions though, I mean for me Gronk's a big option. Um outside of that, it's kinda of like take your pick on everything else. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Brady, duh. Brady, can't forget Brady. Yeah.
1: Would you buy up for Brady?
0: Some, I think. Um, just because of the fact that, you know, Tennessee's run defense is good. And historically, Brady uh, pretty much owns Dick LeBeau. I looked this up uh, a day or two ago because I was really curious. Um, I think he's 6-2 against LeBeau. And he pretty much averages, let me see, um, Tom Brady versus Dick LeBeau. but. Oh, like, he actually owns, uh, pretty much owns him. So, in eight games, he's thrown 19 touchdowns and three picks. So, Jesus and 2,500 yards. So, like, that comes out to, I mean, pretty much. So, we'll say two touchdowns a game on the low side. It's like 300 yards a game. I mean, mm. that's a, And if you're betting on that, especially like LeBeau, like, is really. LeBeau defenses are always good against the run, but Tom Brady just kind of has his number. So, well, D- Dick LeBeau generally does a zone defense, which Tom
1: Brady absolutely loves to torch.
0: Yeah, like he can read the blitzes that are disguised. He can read the zones. So that that's. I will be paying up for Brady a decent amount. Um, he's that. I, the obviously the only worry is you know how's his Achilles, and do they rely on the running game? Because like near the end of the season, there were reports of his Achilles being sore, and he kind of wasn't as productive. Um. I would say the running game was always going, but um, he also had that week of rest. So there is a little bit of a risk with it, hmm. but I don't think that much. I, I, I would still play him probably in cash and definitely in some tournaments too, just because, I mean, the, the Brady Gronk stack is pretty expensive. But, you know, if you go Brady Gronk James White super stack, all of a sudden you've got some savings there.
1: Right. Let me Oof.
0: see if I go White, uh, Gronk, Brady. Yeah, you could fill it in with some good stuff. Yeah, you can still get you know a good running back and receiver and some mid-level guys. Yeah, so I mean, obviously the Brady Gronk is expensive and you'll need value elsewhere. But you could get Henry. He would with that yeah. as well. I mean, McKinnon and Murray. We talk about those guys here in a couple minutes. But um, yeah. I mean, what what do you what do you think on Brady? Sure. I, I assume you're sold on him. It's playoff.
1: Yeah, I I think I would buy up for him because the his high price is going to deter some people, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's going to be worth the money. To be honest, I think he has a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, the the thing is, you're looking at a quarterback at home. The runners forty eight. They're predicted to score like thirty points. Like right. I know Vegas isn't always right, but like they're pr- usually pretty dang close <laughs> on a lot of these. So like that's. Like the reason we started the Vegas lines is that's kind of where I usually start with like the, the games. Like if I see a huge over under, and or something like that, or like a huge home favorite, like there's a lot of ways to go with that. I mean, the home favorite obviously usually favors a running back, so that's why the Lewis is in play regardless um, of who all is healthy. I mean, maybe better or worse day because of some people being there or not. But like I mean, Pittsburgh's, I mean, not huge over under, but a home favorite. Same with Minnesota. I mean, you have to account for those things. So.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Tom Tom Brady. Like the uh, odds are, he has a pretty good day.
1: I'd be shocked if he. I
0: would be shocked if he did not. Mm -hmm, I agree. (laughs) Play up, playoff, playoff Tommy football. Like it's hard to, it's hard to not like that. Yeah. So on to Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. Um, This is the one I think has the fewest plays, but. Really? I don't know. I mean both running backs are in play, like of course. I guess we'll start on the Pittsburgh side. Yeah, start on Pittsburgh um, with Bell. Yeah, I mean so I I sent you a text um like last night I think about um the uh Packers or sorry the Packers, what did I say the Packers, about the Jags. Um, their one weaknesses against pass catching running backs and you can kind of go through and see not not necessarily like that, just like running backs through the air. That's like the only way to sort of beat Jacksonville. And was it last time they played, Lev had 10 receptions against them. So, jeez. I and mean, obviously on DraftKings, that's huge. But um, I mean, on FanDuel, I still get half a point. So the, the, the volume is going to be there for Lev. And I think he'll get more rushing opportunities. Like like I said, I don't think Big Ben is going to throw five picks. So,
1: Yeah, I don't either. Mm. I, <clears throat> I think Roethlisberger maybe throws one or two. Said like I said earlier, but I'm um, if I can get Bell, I'm gonna get him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to not like him because like I said, you want you want to go for the volume, and you know the volume will be there. So oh yeah, especially so if to... Brown
1: isn't a hundred percent, which we don't know if yeah. he will be. And if he's decoying out there, which teams have done a lot before, Odell's done it, AB's done it, then you put him out as a decoy, and Bell's going to be getting a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess um, receivers here, we've got Juju, Martavis, and Antonio Brown. I mean, okay, I will have a spot or two of Antonio Brown just because he is Antonio Brown. But Mm -hmm. I don't juju is going to be my main guy i think you're about in the same boat i'm pretty much ignoring martavis bryant yeah um, <laughs> as we should so i mean I, I are you in about the same boat on that just in general yeah i like
1: juju a lot um because the, the steelers have been practicing for two weeks against to play
0: against uh jacksonville mm-hmm. um Pretty much. I
1: mean, they. I'm sure they did.
0: They, they probably like, assumed the Bills were not going to win.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, at the very least, Antonio Brown's been out two weeks. So Juju's been the butt, has been the guy, like in practice, mm-hmm. getting all the reps with Roethlisberger. And the guy that has the reps with Roethlisberger is the guy who has the connection with Roethlisberger, and that's what's yeah. like really important because when he's on, he's going to be torching people. Roethlisberger's been playing amazing at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, obviously, that Jacksonville game was pretty much like there was that, and then he hit the buy, and then he was like, "Okay, I'm going to be me again." <laughs> yeah. So he had
1: that bad game against Jacksonville, and he woke up. He's woke Wokeburger.
0: And <laughs> oh, woke Ben wokelessberger. Wilk, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like well, last time they they played Antonio Brown, like he, but he had like 19 targets or something. I think. I, I'll look I, it up. Something like that. But, yeah, like, he didn't have a great game yet. 19 targets for 10 receptions and 157 yards. So, still, like, 20 points on FanDuel. Yeah. So, like, I, I can, like, that was before Juju really broke out, though. Um, I don't think i will get forced to him as much. When it's like, of those got picked off. But, um, yeah, like, like I said, he's, I don't know if I would play Antonio Brown in a cash lineup just because of the matchup and the injury he's coming off of. Juju, I think I would consider in a cash lineup. Um, I'm definitely going to play him with some tournament lineups too. Um, just because, I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I said, he gets the easiest quote unquote matchup because he doesn't go against like a freaking all-star on the slot there. But, um, because J- Juju's a slot guy, right? Pretty much. I mean, oh, or A.B. Yeah. A- and Martavis are the outside guys, so they'll, they'll draw the outside corners there. But Ramsey versus Antonio is going good to be good to watch. Um, Are you are you looking at any tight ends here? I know you briefly mentioned Jesse James with a winky face and a text message, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, but that's also Vance McDonald's coming back, too. Yeah. And yeah I, said, I, like I tried to dissuade presence. you
0: from it <laughs> yeah
1: there's uh, could maybe see a tight end getting a touchdown because one thing i don't know if you'll agree with is i think roethlisberger will have a good game um and for him to have a good define, game, fine good <laughs> i think he's gonna have seen like two
0: touchdowns yeah okay four. i can i can see 16 like you're saying like two twenty-five, two fifty, a touchdown or two, probably a pick or two. I mean, I, I, think I can it's say like be 15, like fifteen, sixteen.
1: I'm saying like two fifty-three and one, probably. Ooh, that's bold. So yeah, I,
0: I, I think it's gonna be like a for sure two picks. Like, I, I think they will pick them off twice, like okay for sure. But like, I mean, that's not a huge hit on him. But um, I said it really just depends. Like when they get to the goal line, is it a Run to Lev or a pass to Lev. I mean, that's kind of exactly.
1: What is. Well, we just said they're bad against pass catching backs, ish. Yeah, so
0: that's what you're hoping for.
1: Oh, Again, I like, think so with the tight Bell, ends, right?
0: Yeah, with the tight ends, you're kind of like with either of them, you're banking on a touchdown from Jesse James or Vince McDonald. Like that's what if you're if you're playing a tight end that's not one of those top four guys, you are chasing a touchdown, which you know isn't safe, but you know it could work out. But Where Vance McDonald is the minimum, so I think he is worth consideration. Like if Jesse James are like fifty two hundred, I would think about it. Maybe like fifty one hundred, but like at fifty five hundred, it's four hundred more for Kyle Rudolph, and like I feel like the disparity there is just huge as far as value goes.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So I wouldn't
0: take any tight ends, no. Mm -hmm. But I do like
1: Roethlisberger. And I think one of them could score, but I'm not going to bank on which one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not as high on Big Ben as you are. Um, I've gone back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. I, like that, I would not touch him in cash personally, just because the the downside is so huge. <laughs> like, just be, like, with what happened last time, like not much has changed since then, except they now have Marcel Darius, but. Um, <laughs> Like that his ownership will be down because one he's eight thousand on on Fandle. it's kind of pricey, and then he's got the bad matchup so like he will be lower owned because of those factors and yeah, you know the Antonio Brown thing so if you're wanting if you're banking on him to like kind of be your differentiator in a tournament lineup, that's cool, but in cash i I can't justify him in cash personally <laughs> just because I don't. I think the 250 with, like, a touchdown or two and two interceptions like is a pretty likely outcome. But if it's just the one touchdown, what you're looking at, what, like... I mean, that that's, that's like, the 13 to 15 points, which isn't terrible. But at at 8,000, I mean, in cash, you want to be at least at 16 at minimum. And from the quarterbacks, you usually want to try to get the 2.5 just because you right. get more total points. But... Yeah, I I'm not as high on him as you are, but I think I'm giving Jacksonville a better chance in this game than you are too.
1: Probably. I mean, I I do like I said. I think Jacksonville can win it. I just mm-hmm. I think Roethlisberger is going to have a completely different game than the one he had at the yeah. beginning of the year.
0: Yeah are you are you playing the Pittsburgh defense? they because the 5300. They're the most expensive defense on the slate.
1: No, I'm not because no, I, Pittsburgh. Um, I don't think their defense is phenomenal. Without I don't, I don't think it's good. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's more of the incompetence of the Jags offense
2: mm-hmm. that
1: I think they won't score too much on them than the actual prowess <laughs> of the Steelers D. So I'm not not going in on the Steelers defense, no.
0: Yeah, the Steelers defense, you are pretty much banking on a Bortles implosion, which isn't the worst thing to bank on but like <laughs> i mean okay let's what well, they lost ryan shazier week 13 um so let's see Andy dalton that week had a decent game he what 230 and two um, okay. joe flacco the next week had 270 and two with a pick tom brady had 300 uh for <laughs> one and one um they they did okay against the houston quarterbacks though they held that to uh like ninety for one and one, which I mean it's Houston. And then it's the Kaiser. Um the Sean Kaiser last week although it was backups had the three hundred and uh two. Um I mean even running backs like week thirteen like pretty much every week like running backs have had good weeks against the Steelers since Shazier's been out. So like that's why yeah. like I like and that's how that's how Jacksonville's built to win. I mean actually even receiver like like Their defense without Shazier has straight up fallen apart, and they already have breakdowns anyway. I know. They already
1: give up so many busted plays.
0: Yeah. Zero chance I place Steelers defense in cash. Maybe (laughs) look at them in GPP just because a Bortles collapse is, you know, if I'm baking on one of these quarterbacks collapsing, it's going to be Foles or Bortles. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think they're too highly priced. Um, On the other side, though, I think the Jacksonville defense is a lot more reasonable. Um, I know, obviously, like you're higher on Pittsburgh's offense, and I, I. I don't think it's gonna be terrible, but I said it's a 41 over under. Um, it the Jacksonville defense is so good that like I think 4700 puts them in play regardless of the opponent.
1: I agree. I I, I think the Steelers will win, but I still think Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They're gonna sack him. They're gonna get picks like.
0: Yeah, and like that's I mean, that's how I reckon the points, the sacks, and the picks. I mean, you don't you don't want to bank on a touchdown from the defense, obviously, but no, but they could. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they got two of them. They got like they I mean they scored like 26, 28 Fanduel points last time they met, which like, I don't think that will happen again. But even half of that is still super good. So, I mean, like if I'm doing like a Fournette, if I'm playing Fournette, like I'm definitely looking at stacking the Jacksonville D with it, like in, in a tournament at least. In, ca- mm-hmm. would you play the Jacksonville defense in a cash lineup?
1: See, I I have the Falcons over that because the Falcons are a little bit cheaper, and I think mm-hmm. the the possibility that the Eagles have a good offensive day is much lower than the Jaguars.
0: Yeah, I think the range of outcomes for like basically jacksonville it could be anywhere between like them getting like two points or them getting like 25 points like right (laughs) but with with the falcons d it's probably somewhere between 7 and 13 and that's what i'd lean towards probably okay um all right i'm gonna jump right into this uh the uh blake bottles um the the war portal or as you uh named him maybe he's gonna evolve into blake stois um are you are you considering cracking a bottle open here
1: (laughs) um um maybe uh it like i said all depends on how much money you can spend because if you went up and got Gronk and you went up and got Julio or AB, you probably have to go low on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's like the lowest viable quarterback you can pick.
0: Yeah, like so. There he's might actually, be lineups
1: where I have Bortles.
0: He's he's 100 cheaper than Nick <laughs> Foles, and I would right. I would pick I would pick Portals over Foles. Like yes, for me that's an easy one. I mean, last week he did not look good. Admittedly. <clears throat> But like, I mean, before that, he was doing pretty well, and we saw him just pop off with his legs. Like he could run. Mm-hmm. As they, they kept showing, he has like the fourth best like yards per rush of quarterbacks with like a minimum of <laughs> whatever two hundred attempts, which is kind of hilarious. And like he still hit two times value last week, even with that like shitty game. He did the week before, yeah the week before against Tennessee. It was you know awful. That was they they kind of they played the starters, but they took the week off. But like the few weeks before that he's he has been on fire ever since week 12 he's been lighting it up so yeah against the Steelers defense like they're I don't think they're that good on defense anymore I'd like cash I would probably spend the 500 down on something else and go up to Case Keenum or uh (laughs) Mariota yeah or Mariota um I mean, he's cash viable, mm, tournament viable, yeah, for sure. Especially after last week, I feel like his ownership will be way down.
1: You think Case Keenum's more cash viable?
0: Yeah, I, once we get to that game, I'll I'll go and on I'll, I'll talk about my Case Keenum thoughts more. But um, he's, man. he's probably my top cash quarterback. But um, anyway, with this game, yeah, I said Bortles, maybe if you're feeling bold. I don't. I don't think I could bring myself to play him in cash, but if I'm doing a tournament, yeah, I'm definitely plugging him in a couple spots. Um, with him, I would be either. I would look into you know a um, a uh, four net Bortles combo and try to hope for um, like you know receptions going. But if I want to make a Blake Bortles stack, <laughs> um, which no, I'm to just say, um, I would probably go with DD Westbrook. If I
1: <laughs> Real the
0: receivers there. Yeah, last week he was like the only receiver who I think caught a ball for <laughs> Jacksonville. Like, I'm, I'm not shitting you. I'm, I'll look it up real quick. But yeah, I think like, because Marquis Lee was back, Hearns was back, Creed Cole was there. I think they all got like a target or two at most. Um, But like, Keel, I think, I'm sorry, Creed Cole, I think D.U.S. was pretty much the only one to actually catch a ball. Which, you know, is kind of crazy.
1: That is ridiculous.
0: And, like, when the pressure really got to him, like, Portals did look for D.D. Westbrook, and he's actually a pretty good receiver. Okay, so Alan Hearns got one target, no catches last week. Uh, Keelan Cole, one target, no catches. Mark Easley, one target, no catches. Yep, so... Um, Jeez. Yeah, it was D.D. eight targets, five receptions, 48 yards. Um, and the Steelers have breakdowns, so...
2: Hmm?
0: I mean... Obviously not like amazing, but if I'm if I do pick a Jacksonville receiver, he's the guy I pick. Although I wouldn't be super excited about any of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm staying away <clears throat> from the Jacksonville receivers because they, they don't really have like a a number one guy. They I just no. kind of Marquis Lee, but they just it's just whoever is getting the ball that day
0: yeah um let's see i think hearns is the cheapest like him and keith and cole like are the deeper guys and given the pittsburgh breakdowns could be worth a shot but i mean i don't want to i don't want to chase a touchdown just for that sake right but um like i said westbrook is 6100 so i mean that's kind of the in between of Corey davis and algalorn price So like if not a bad play okay would you go let's see who's around the same I mean, okay. If you if you were looking at like say like trying to get, upgrade a kicker or something, would you go down from Algalore to Westbrook to get a better kicker choice? Or um, let's say you're at Bortles, <coughs> you want to go up to Keenum or Mariota, would you make that drop to try to fit it in and maybe change a defense or kicker thing? Basically, do, um, do you think the 300 in savings from Algalore to D.D. D. Westbrook could be worth it?
1: Uh i don't know <laughs> i i think i would take dd personally
0: yeah i mean it's it's close i think they're completely different as far as like um what their outlook is the only thing is gin and sanu are 59 and 5800 respectively yeah. which definitely makes westbrook a lot less viable but i mean he'll be low-owned because of that i think but i mean he's a jaguar's receiver he's gonna be low-owned so right anyone not named fournette's gonna be low-owned um <laughs> And even Fournette might be low-owned low after last week. Um, I had a lot of him. He disappointed me. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to him this week just because I think he's really fucking good. <laughs> and, like, he destroyed the uh, Steelers last time.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have Fournette in any of
0: my stuff. Hmm.
1: Which is kind of weird because I time. do generally like him.
0: Yeah, so last week he still got 24 touches. Yeah. Um, he got five targets, three receptions, and then the twenty-one rushes. Didn't equate to a ton, but like, if you give Leonard Fournette that many opportunities a game, like, I will take the odds that he'll do something with it. As opposed to last week, I mean, okay, Buffalo completely sold out for the run last week. They were stopping they Fournette. That was their day. That was what they did. St- if the Steelers do that, I don't. With Shazier out, I don't think they're good enough to do that. And I think I think Doug Marone after last week will kind of maybe realize that's gonna happen and all and try to throw in more quick things or you know more Bortles to read op- so yeah, some run pass options or some just some options in general with Bortles and Fournette. That's why I get to go for that stack. But like Fournette's gonna like he's gonna get the touches and he's gonna have a better week than last week. I like I don't I don't see a way in which he, that isn't the case personally
1: hmm yeah oh, I mean so Buffalo was pretty bad against the run during the season but like mm-hmm. you said they they stacked the box to stop him which means if the Steelers do the same thing um it, it worked it worked. Yeah, it but, worked um but the bills didn't have an offense to score
0: with the yeah, Steelers the did. thing is the they let Blake Bortles run wild. So it's still, like, Bortles and Fournette still combined for, like, 140-something yards, like, I think 145 yards combined, which is still a decent rushing day for a team. <laughs> like, that's right. the thing. It wasn't, like, a bad rushing day for the team just because Bortles went off. And, like, that's going to be the thing for the Steelers is, like, cause the, the, where the Bills play man, um, because what do the Steelers do on defense? I'll have to look more into that if they play zone or man. Um,
1: I think they changed but, to man because – they played the Patriots a lot better this year and I remember them saying they were in man coverage.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean that's the thing though cuz like if if you go against a quarterback who can run in man coverage, it makes it makes things a lot easier for them as far as like running lanes cuz I mean when you're in a zone you can kind of come back to him easier, but like when it's man, like the lanes are so wide open. I mean, we saw um like those lanes he had against the Bills. I mean, that was as absurd. So, yeah, exactly. Mhm. <clears throat> But, um, I mean, there's going to be a rushing yards somewhere. Like what, Shaz- like, what that Shazier being gone is such a huge hit to that defense. And they've not shown that they've recovered from it. Like, um, let me see. Let me find these stats, these game logs here. Um, so, let's see. Week 13, um, Geo and um, Mixon combined for, let's see, but like 130 yards total. The Ravens just ran all over them, um, and passed, like, so, see, week 13, the Bengals had about, um, 110 rushing yards, and they're about 30 receiving yards. The Ravens ran for about 150 yards, added about, what, 100 more receiving yards, maybe a little more. (coughs) Patriots running backs got about 100 total yards, but there were, um, two touchdowns in there, rushing touchdowns, um, even, even the Texans, um. Ran for, like, 160 on them um, in Week 16. And then last week, um, so Week 17 against Cleveland, it was only 40 rushing, but Duke Johnson still had the 75 receiving. Like, they've not held running backs in check at all, like, since Shazier has been gone. I know going through that was kind of tedious, but, like, I feel like oh, it's yeah. a good point to make that, like, they've not been able to stop any running backs. Even when they've been destroying a team like they were against Houston, like, the running backs still got going. That's that's part of why I'm really on Fournette too. Huh? Okay. It could it could all be wrong. Like <laughs> Buffalo, everything said he was good to tear up Buffalo, and he didn't. Like stuff happens. Like it's especially in the playoffs. But if I'm looking at trends, that's that's a pretty strong one.
1: I think you can safely pick Fournette as well. Yeah, like, I think I think he will get you your value.
0: Yeah, his floor is good. He's a cash viable pick. Um, yeah. I think his ceiling can be good too, just because he's so freaking good. I mean, we saw the ceiling against, against Pittsburgh. Um, right. Yeah. Um. And then, okay, I guess we'll move on. I don't think Mercedes Lewis is playable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, no. No. I mean, he That's might. All call, but Are you going to bank on that? No, I don't. I don't. At four thousand seven hundred, I'd rather go Josh Hill or go down to. Um, heck, I'd rather. I might rather play Trey Burton than Mercedes Lewis because I think Trey Burton is more likely to get touched than <laughs> Mercedes Lewis would be. But anyway, there's not gonna be another three touchdown. When one was his three touchdown game. Remember when didn't MJD fucking call that? Yeah, he did. It's hilarious. Like it on N- like on NFL. NFL Network. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, he had that three touchdown game against. Who was that against? Uh. Let's see. That was against um, Baltimore. Oh yeah, that was in London. There we go. That was a London game. Man, if if all these games were in London, I would take the Jags. But it's not <laughs> so man. Yeah, unfortunately, um,
1: they can't play home.
0: Yeah. Um, anyone else in this game you think has um any you know, viability? Um we'll talk I about, lighter, T- so that's about yeah. it. I've seen people mention TJ Yeldon, but that's kind of just banking on like spelling for net which i don't want to bank on i'm not going to touch tj yeldon no i'd much rather have i would much rather have james white if that's the case um definitely agree Mm -hmm. and then next up um probably the best game on the slate new orleans at minnesota oh yeah Um, game of the week some pretty good some pretty good plays from this game um i guess i'll start with something interesting um are you considering either defense in this game?
1: Yes, I am. Um, I actually would consider the Saints defense interestingly like, okay.
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I they mean...
1: are not that expensive. Um, and if you're doing one of those lineups that's only on Sunday, so you only have like Saints Minnesota or like Steelers and Jags. I might take the Saints at forty four hundred if they would be in that lineup.
0: Yeah. The thing is, um, in cash they're the same price as the Falcons, so I think like yeah I so said the two game slate, yeah, it's a good option. But um yes. the Falcons I feel like are a lot safer at the same price. But in a tournament if you want if you want a different lineup, um Like that's the way to do it. That's the exact same price, it's just to pivot over to a different choice. So
1: Right, and that's just calling like the Saints dominate game kind of game script that happens.
0: Yeah, and I mean, especially in a tournament, that's what you have to do. You have to call pretty much call a game script and go with it. Um and even if it's you know different, that's that'll be how you kind of take down a tournament is calling a game script. Um like say you like we think we think New Orleans will win so say if we call it that like New Orleans just controls the game you'd go like New Orleans and Ingram or maybe yes. you think, maybe you think Minnesota dominates and you go Minnesota defense and Latavius Murray or something right just kind of picking a game script especially maybe a unique one can help you take down a tournament um I, I say that as if I know if I've done it but that's 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 the thought process on <laughs> you can disagree with me if you want but um
1: no I agree I was, that's why I was saying, like, if the Falcons are available, you're doing like both days. I'm taking the Falcons, but if it's just Sunday, I'm actually gonna go with the Saints.
0: <clears throat> yeah, because the thing is, like, if you and three people have the same lineup, aside from they have the Falcons, you have New Orleans. Like, mm-hmm. if if you think they like, basically the there's this whole kind of way you can describe it, but if there's a hundred dollars to be won, there's four of you, and three of you make three people make a pick, and one person makes the other pick. And like the winner gets the money. Like, so like if, if, if it's 50, 50, you're obviously in the better option because you know, like if you, if the, the coin flip is you get like all the money as opposed to like a third of the money. But if it's say like 60, 40, you're still probably, you know, in the better boat picking the less, like the less owned one, because like your expected earnings are higher still. Cause like you're, it's pretty much the chance versus how much you get kind of thing. It's, I might not be explaining it the best way, but it's kind of like if everyone else is betting on someone, even if it's more probable, you might be better betting on the less probable thing. If no one's betting on it is pretty much the way I putting it. Yep. Obviously there's a limit to it. Like if it was like a 1% chance, maybe you do go with the 99, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. that's
1: And that's why I like them. They're a mm-hmm. thousand cheaper than the Steelers in that kind of lineup, which is pretty considerable.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess Minnesota defense I think is also viable. Um, one, their defense is just really good. That helps. Two, they're at home. Um, that's That also helps. Mm-hmm. Um, the downside is, I you know it's in a dome, so Saints in a dome, that's a plus for them. Yeah. Um, let's see, 4,600. Um, I, I would definitely play them over Philly, <coughs> especially in cash. Um, honestly, or GPP. I would play them over Philly in any case. Um I think the Saints offense is better than the Falcons offense, but I think Minnesota's defense is a little more balanced and their offense is better too, which helps the defense out.
1: I'm worried about Saints offense is the only reason I'm wary on Minnesota's defense because I feel like Minnesota, their defense is good, but not in a fantasy way.
2: Yeah. They make see, the stops
1: on third down. That doesn't translate. They don't get a ton of forced fumbles or interceptions. They do get mm-hmm. them, but they're not as frequent as... Actually, I think the Saints probably get more turnovers. I'm, I'd have to check on that. But they'll get the sacks, most likely. Uh, the Saints have a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's why I per- I personally would take the Saints defense over the Vikings in this one. That's But, I mean, the Vikings, yeah, um, what? they could go off.
0: Could, yeah, they could. I'm, I'm looking back at teams... Um, the teams that have had good games. So the only teams to break twenty against. So actually, New Orleans hit nineteen the first meeting, but New Orleans is a lot different, and I'd say better now. Um, mm. So Pittsburgh week two hit twenty six against them. Um, let see, Washington week ten hit thirty against them. That was really weird. Um, Detroit hit twenty three against them, and Carolina hit thirty one against them. So only four times have they allowed more than twenty points. That's a really good chance. Um, the only thing is. If you're looking at like, they didn't play a lot of good offenses. They held the Rams seven points. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was held to nine. But Atlanta's offense isn't amazing or anything. Like they're a good team, but I'm I'm looking at that Carolina game from Week 14 where Carolina beat them. Like they was was it was it in Minnesota? I think too.
1: That was in Carolina, I think. Because I know or maybe we were, it was we were, no, maybe it was in Minnesota.
0: Because we were torn on that game. I remember calling it and um, right. I, I can't remember who had who, but um I know yeah, they I went, had the Panthers winning that. Remember that? Um oh it it was in Carolina. Um so that, yeah, that was it. that was part of it. But um Okay. Yeah, I mean if if the Panthers can beat the Vikings, I think the Saints easily can beat the Vikings, obviously they're way different teams, but as far as like talent level goes, I mean we saw last week like, they're pretty closely and yeah, they're pretty close teams, so uh, this is this like this is probably gonna be my favorite game. Even though like I'm a Falcons fan, I want to see if the Falcons win. This will be the mm-hmm. best game, and it's because like all we're talking about all this like we're we just discussed defenses. Like it's gonna be tough to pick how this is gonna go. <clears throat> yeah, I think
1: either team can win. Um, but that did kind of bring up one of the guys I wanted to talk about, which was Ingram, mm-hmm. because in that Carolina game versus Minnesota, it was Jonathan Stewart that kind of mm-hmm. like won the game for them. Honestly, uh, I think Ingram has a big bounce back week. It's a total gut call thing. Like, I'm not saying anything about Kamara. I don't know if he'll do well or not, but I have this weird feeling Ingram is going to have a good game.
0: Yeah, I like that call too, um, especially for a tournament because people are definitely going to be off of Ingram and just Saints in general because of how good Minnesota defense is. And if ever, if anyone picks a Saints running back, they'll probably pick Kamara too. But, I mean, for me, like the thing is like go for the volume, which is obviously gonna be Ingram <clears throat> I mean he gets more touches um so I'm trying to look at so we i'm looking I'm looking at the games where um Minnesota struggled um let's see like where the team put up a lot of points um let's see, yeah, panthers had a good ground game against them, I mean Detroit doesn't run the ball ever um <laughs> the the running backs for um. Washington got going, but it was, mo- it was it was pretty split through the air. Um, what was the other team that had something against them? Let's see. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh week two. How'd they do? Um, Love Bell had a decent game. I was mostly big. Yeah, so it's kind of like i would trying to see if there's any correlation between you know like points allowed and running back success. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not this doesn't seem like much, but I definitely think they're like one of these running backs will pop off, and I can see it easily being Ingram. Yeah. Which oh, means, have, but so he's my guy in
1: a lot of. I think I have him in every lineup. I mean, that's my just gut go for call.
0: Yeah. Wow. Sorry. The I was like the Vikings have not a lot of four hundred yard game this year. There's like forty yards in total, like by the other team, at Jeez. all. <laughs> that's insane. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. That's interesting. Um. So the I, I Saints mean, haven't
1: had to win with that. They haven't had to win with Breeze throwing for four hundred yards or anything. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, last week they did I guess, but <laughs> Yeah. And they did. That's the thing. Breeze can still do it. <laughs> I mean Carolina secondary teams. is a lot worse, but yeah. As far as the running backs go, I I'm pretty torn on Ingram or Kamara. Um like I said, Ingram gets a little more volume and he's usually the goal line guy. Last week it's always how Kamara get it. But um so it's usually Ingram with the goal line. He's also seven hundred cheaper. Um so that's a plus. Um said so where it's only half PPR, I bet probably negate some of Kamara's advantage um I I said I'm not I'll have some of these running backs but like I'm not huge on them well a lot of they can both have a good game but it's kind of hard to predict who's gonna have the good game with him so it feels more like a shot in the dark I mean I know you've you're going with Ingram based on like the Jonathan Stewart thing and that makes sense that's that's some that's some good reasoning behind it but there's not like a whole lot solid on it um I guess moving on to the receivers here um Ted Ginn seems like a good pick because, uh, <clears> I mean, Michael Thomas is going to have Xavier Rhodes on him. Yep. So, obviously, Ted Ginn had a good week last week. He had that big old touchdown reception. I mean, but he can do that. That's what Ted Ginn brings to the table. Um, I'll probably have Ted Ginn a decent amount just because his price point is good. It's 5,900. That's pretty solid. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's too really much. Cheap. Yeah, probably not a ton because and Cash is definitely a good option in tournaments I feel like will be too owned after last week um, alright I'm, I'm torn on with Michael Thomas here because he's really fucking good <laughs> but he gets Xavier Rhodes and not many teams have had good like not many receivers have had their way with Xavier Rhodes like Marvin Jones did I think that's about it right
1: yeah that was pretty much it <clears throat> yeah
0: let me see if I can find like a more detail no. on him here
1: yeah <laughs> uh, didn't julio get absolutely crushed by it that week
0: yeah because well we we discussed that um right because you you mentioned you sat julio that week and i'm like right. sitting Julio's tough to do but he had like one catch yeah let's, let me go through these games to see if any receivers had anything good um now they held michael thomas yeah, because okay the first meeting michael thomas got five of 45 that's kind of a it's the same corner in matchup, so that's kinda of worth noting. Um I mean it was week one, but it was the same corner, so um let's see. Obviously Antonio Brown actually no he didn't even have a crazy game either. Um that he if you if you hold Antonio Brown to check, that's pretty good. Like I outside of Marvin Jones, I don't think anyone really <clears throat> did much. Um
1: AJ Green didn't
0: uh you know, mike evans got so. sixty-seven, but it's, it's not great like it's yeah like how the panthers do um fun just had an okay game but it was really only saved by a freak touchdown I right remember, he was, that was three it. for yeah.
1: sixty otherwise which is not great
0: mm-hmm. yeah so like you're banking on it okay is it i'm trying to think is he like he and patrick peterson are like the two pretty much the two best in Jalen ramsey so like He's de- I, Rhodes is definitely a top three, top five corner in the league. Could arguably be the best, like however you want to put it. Like he's really good. He's very. Yes. I don't, yes. <laughs> don't want to pick a player who's going against that. Like, <laughs> I just don't.
1: Well, yeah. So I I don't have Michael Thomas in any of them. I'm not saying he won't do well. He yeah. definitely could. He's Michael Thomas. It's just if he Xavier Rhodes will be on him. I'm pretty sure that's confirmed. That's not something I'm excited about. The cornerback wide receiver matchups are always a really important thing to look at if you're going to go that in depth. And like, if someone has Xavier Rhodes, it's best to pick somebody else, especially at his price point. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> it's like, tough, I'd rather have Juju.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, Michael Thomas, 8,200. Julio's 88. Dylan's 76. I mean, around that. I mean, Cooks a 77. Yeah, Juju seven there's like I said, I will have him in one or maybe two spots if I'm doing a lot of lineups, but it's tough to justify eighty two hundred given that bad matchup. Yeah. <laughs> um so we talked about Ted Ginn pretty much. Feel about the same as I did last week. Um tight ends. Uh, <laughs> Josh Hill, like he got it last week. I'm not gonna big on that two weeks in a row. Um What about uh
1: humanawa Nui? Whatever the hell.
0: no 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 not not worth that is that is the definition of tasting a touchdown and that is only touchdown yeah no all right so i'm not
1: taking any saints tight ends
0: no all right so drew breeze it's a no for me dog Um, (laughs) thanks randy all right so last week in a Ideal game script for him. He had, and he had like 20, Let me see what Fanduel points were on it. Um, he had twenty two Fanduel points in like that's the good. ideal. That's good. That's good. But at eighty one hundred, that's still. I mean, that's that's two. As he hit pretty much two point seven times value, which not quite tournament value, but like you, you, you could still win a tournament with him in there. Um, for cash, I. He's, he's considered for cash just because his, his floor is always really safe. Like, 250 and a touchdown is pretty much a guarantee. Not a guarantee, but, like, he's, okay, 225, that's the 10, and then a touchdown, 16. So, like, he probably will hit two times value. Like, I would be kind of surprised if he didn't. Um, you think he gets 16? Yeah, like, getting 16 is pretty much Drew Brees in a nutshell. <laughs> like, yeah. The problem is if the problem is the picks. If he gets picked off once or twice, that really hurts it. Um, because it's like what minus two points, I think, right? Something like that. Yeah. So if he just gets one touchdown and one pick, that's kind of meh. If he gets two touchdowns and a pick. It's a lot different. But like, floor <laughs> safe. Although I think I would rather go to the quarterback on the other side of this game or you know someone else. I don't. I'm off Drew Brees a lot just in general this week, just because like I said, Minnesota is really good. His price is kind of high. His upside his upside was last week, and that was 22. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the same Saints team. Like I said, I lo- hate the Saints. Really respect Drew Brees because he's super good. <laughs> he's still really good. He plays at a high level, but it's, it's not the same Saints team. So I'm not really feeling Brees. Um
1: As for me, I wouldn't be opposed to picking him. With that being said, I don't have him in any lineups, so that probably shows more of how I really feel. <laughs> he just. This is Minnesota, and I don't think that's the game script. Is Breeze having a big game? I think it's the running backs and defense. So I'm I'm off Breeze. I think kickers are a good choice in this matchup, and I actually like Case Keenum more than Breeze, as well.
0: I think the Saints, oddly enough, their best chance at winning is keeping this to the under. Which, like I said about the Saints, that sounds wrong to say, <laughs> but like, both offenses are good, but I think the Vikings defense is better, and they're at home, so like when you're the underdog, you wanna you want it to stay low, lower score. That's pretty much what you want to do. So, yeah, and I I agree. I like Case Keenum better and fantasy, like at least on, at least in daily fantasy this week, um for the price, what is, it's like five hundred cheaper. Yeah, so. Keenum and Breeze have kinda been similar this year as far as like they've been super safe. But I think Keenum's got higher upside, which is weird, and maybe a little better floor. He's pretty like two twenty five and two has pretty much been his stat line for a lot of the year. Like he's had a yeah, lot I of games right again. around that. Yeah. Which that's what that's gonna be what twenty two points for sorry, not twenty two, that's be six that'd be what eighteen points for you. So and that's at if you're in cash, like Case Keenum is my favorite cash play, just because like, I Marshall and Lattimore can only be on one of, Elon <laughs> or Diggs, and their next, and they're they're both next very up. both Kenny, v- Kenny Vaccaro is next up, right? I think so.
1: Isn't he the safety?
0: Maybe I don't know. The second corner is decent but not great. Um, so I mean, I, I think it's gonna. Matt, I think Lattimore's is mostly gonna be on Diggs, because. Thielen plays in the slot, Lattimore doesn't really go in the slot. Um I mean they move Thielen out some, but Keenum has a good connection with Thielen, also Rudolph, who I like this game. But um Oh yeah. I think Ke- I think Keenum's upside and floor are better than Breeze's upside and floor.
1: And I definitely think Breeze has player, a higher upside.
0: So,
1: yeah. Um but I think Breeze has a better floor because I don't think Breeze is gonna get below 14 points, but I also don't think he's gonna get higher than like 18. Whereas yeah, it's Keenum, a pretty small
0: range of outcomes.
1: Keenum could implode. There is a small chance of that happening. I don't want it to yeah. happen. I don't think it will, but it could happen.
0: Yeah, there that is possible, and that's I mean, I guess if I'm picking the Saints, I'm thinking that may happen. But I like it it sounds cheesy, but I think the Saints find a way to win, which is dumb, but these some of these teams just do that yeah um, exactly I, I see that more in the saints than in minnesota personally but um i mean i could be totally wrong but who knows but um, i think keenum is pretty safe this week mean, the over under is forty-six and a half. um minnesota's favored by five that's gonna be what like let's, it's about 25 points give or take a little bit i'm shooting like quick rough math so mm-hmm. that's that's three touchdowns in a field goal pretty much. Maybe it's th- three or four touchdowns, possibly. Like so like I can see Keaton getting two of those. Like Yeah. That seems right. Pretty or much Ryan gets two. Yeah. Keaton gets two, Latavius gets one, something like that. Like, I don't know. Like if you're just trying to think about how the points are getting scored, that that's a possibility, so Well I like um, Rudolph. To... Yeah. Rudolph and is I do... right. Rudolph's one of my favorite tight end plays because he's really cheap. Like, I like Gronk a lot. I think Rick's going to have a good game, but if you want to pay up elsewhere, you have like, going down at tight end to Rudolph seems like a great option. Um, Greg Olsen shredded New Orleans last week, and obviously Rudolph isn't Olsen, but he's pretty good. He's, there's, yeah, he's consistent. They're they're, they're similar enough. Yeah. Like, they have, they're both big, goofy white guys. Like, that's about (laughs) who are good at football. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. (laughs) I think watching what Olsen did last week made me really excited about Rudolph and the price is super low. Like I said, Lattimore will be on Diggs. Um Yeah, like Rudolph had like fifty nine hundred, so he's he'd been hurt a bit lately, right? Um he had what was it, like a knee issue or something?
1: Yeah, but I think he He's fine.
0: Oh no, I want Rudolph, I not Jake Rudolph. Fun. I, I typed in Rud and it took me. Like, I accidentally clicked the wrong button. I hit Jake, Jake Ruddock or whatever Rudock instead of Kyle Rudolph. That's not what I want. Um, so yeah, like week fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, I think he was kind of hurting um, the ankle injury. Yeah. So like, but before that, for like several games, he was really solid. I think he gets back to that. Like that extra week off is going to help him a ton. Um, so if you're looking to pay down at tight end, it's pretty much him or Walker. And depending on how the games will go, I think Walker. Like, if you think Walker might get scripted out or Tennessee's just going to be bad. Like, the Minnesota's obviously going to have it closer. Like I said, like I told you, like, right away, like, my first thought was Rudolph this week. Like, I think he's a really good choice.
1: Me too. Yeah, I've got him. I think he gets a score. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, and I, so I also think Thielen might have a decent game. Yeah,
0: I'm really on Thielen this game.
1: Which, so, by, like, translation, you, if I've got the tight end and the receiver of a quarterback doing well, the quarterback is going to probably do all right. Which, so, I can do kind of, like, all three of them.
0: Yeah, I've I've had a couple, like, um, Keenum, Thielen, Rudolph stacks, like, in my lineups. And that I like that a lot, actually. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, you, usually if you're doing a stack, like, some, sometimes a one and one, like a quarterback and receiver, like if it's gonna be like Ryan, like Matt Ryan and Julio, that would be one where like a one and one stack would work. But I think this is, this is a case where doing like the two two pass catching options is good. Uh, maybe even McKinnon in it, but um, I'm I will have Diggs in maybe one spot, but since I think more is gonna be on him most of the game, I'm probably gonna roll Thielen. Although, you know, Diggs has been pretty good the last couple of weeks. So, like, it makes it a little tougher. Um, of the three, like, I like Rudolph a lot just because his price. But, um, I mean, I think all three are decent sure, choices. Yeah.
1: Get that uh, Minnesota stack. I like it.
0: Yeah, I would I would say Diggs is my least favorite. Um, I like Thien a lot, like, at the receiver point just because he's he's really in between on the prices. Like, because, what is it, Thomas is 8,200. two hundred. Brown is 9000, Helios is 8800. So Thielen's at 7600 and like there aren't many 7000s this week that I like cuz Juju Juju is 7000 and then Cooks is 77, Thielen 76, <clears throat> Diggs is 73. Like not not many guys in that range. Everyone else is pretty much like in like the 5000s. So like there's a really big gap there. So he's kind of in that weird price range which also can help differentiate your lineup a bit, I feel like. Um but, yeah, I said, I like Thielen a lot this week. Diggs isn't terrible. I like Rudolph.
1: Let's um, so Do you think Lattimore will be on Diggs?
0: Yes. I do believe Lattimore will be on Diggs most of the game. Like, if they move Thielen out of the slot, Lattimore might go on him. But, like, Lattimore doesn't really go into the slot. I'm just as as I, I, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's played, like, hardly any snaps in the slot this year. So.
1: Yeah, because it's hard to say which one of them is the better receiver. Thielen's
0: had the better season. D- Diggs is more talented i will uh, i will stand by Diggs is like more talented i agree with um, that he gets the tougher matchups he's also been hurt like at the start of the year he was balling out and then he got hurt um surprise um <laughs> but yeah like i like i could even i could convince myself to do like a Keenum Diggs stealing stack even or like a Keenum Diggs mckinnon stack um i guess onto the mckinnon and, and running backs though um if you had to pick either Murray or McKinnon, um, 6,800 for Murray, 6,500 for McKinnon, who would you be on?
1: Uh, I think I like Murray.
0: Yeah. I'm, I guess it depends on the game script where, where I'm picking new Orleans. I would probably lean McKinnon a little bit just because, you know, in the games where it's close, I guess I should clarify a bit. If, if I think it's going to be back and forth scoring where, where Minnesota has to keep up, um, mckinnon but if what when they have a lead murray gets the ball like so it depends on how you think the scoring is going to go or how the game is going to be um mm-hmm. i i guess yeah i think about it more i do prefer murray a bit because he gets more touches and as a lady's been pretty solid um he's She's a been good guy yeah honestly like i playing murray and mckinnon um isn't it's not super smart but what is it together it is Thirteen thirty. 30 um i wouldn't do I it mean, thir- i mean three times yeah trying to trying to get them to combine for 40 points isn't really a smart bet i think they did i think they did it one week they had one week where they did do that but i don't want to bank on like a one to 16 chance so yeah <laughs> I chance. I feel like you're capping
1: your upside having both running backs
0: Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, if you nail it and it works, you look like a fucking genius. But the odds <laughs> are you're just the odds are you're not a genius. And you're a pretender. Um, so yeah, I I would probably pick Murray. But like I like I said, I like McKinnon too. They're both decent options. Um, they're pretty close for me. What about you, Murray? You said, mm-hmm. yeah. Is, I'm it, sticking with Murray. is it by a lot or pretty close? I mean,
1: I just think Murray has shown me more progress as the as like taking the lead role in the running back
0: like i just think i think he's, he's gonna, i think he's better yeah right it, but it McKinnon get the third opinion. down catches yeah mckinnon is good but he is like i said like i i knew it's gonna happen he flashed for a bit but he's he's never been a feature back that's not like he's a really good third down guy yeah but like murray like can be a grinder and i mean gruden grinder um, <laughs> i'll tell you like, what man. even like in oakland he, he's not like huge pass catching back um it's not really his forte but like as far as like a two down back or like short yardage back he's really good at that he's big he's fast i mean they're gonna hope to ride him more this game so so it probably right. with um although i said it's hard to go wrong with either if i'm a, i don't know the drafting prices are but obviously mckinney gets the DraftKings boost because the catches um Oh yes, yeah, so there's a lot of good options on the Minnesota side. There's pretty much everyone's in play. Um Yeah, um so I think that's uh it's about everyone, right? I think we covered everything.
1: Yeah. The only thing left is kickers.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so kickers um All right. I am finding that I okay, I, I know he blew up last week, but I'm finding Matt Bryant in a lot of my kicker lineups. Um the only problem is uh, the weather in Philly, like hit uh, Bryant and Elliot. I think, wait, is, are they the same price? I think maybe let me check.
1: Pretty close.
0: Oh, Bryant, yeah, Bryant's 48, I think, right? And Elliot's 48. So, yeah. Um. So I, I, I'm finding a lot of times I have 4,800 left. And so it's one of them. Um, and obviously picking Gutskowski seems like a, the, he's the, he's the highest upside guy. I mean, cuz what is it? You think oh the Patriots get up, they kick a bunch of field goals, but boom. Um as long yeah. as the weather's fine, which I think it will be. I mean, he's at home. They're a big favorite. Um yeah. Um the problem is, you know, paying off rims the thing. And also, if you think the Patriots are going to score five touchdowns and call it, you know, it's only five extra points. Um I don't really have a favorite kicker. Um I think, honestly, it might be in agreement with you, but I'll let you share it, because um, I know you're more passionate about kickers than I am.
1: Well, I think the name you're probably thinking of is Boswell.
0: Yeah. Um, I
1: think Boswell's a pretty good play this week.
0: I the think, other uh, killer bee. Yeah, I th- <laughs>
1: the killeriest of the bees this week, as you said. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, th- I think he will be, because I think the Steelers are going to move the ball on Jacksonville, and I think Jacksonville has a great defense, so if they stall them... They're going to go to Boswell, and I don't think it's a high-scoring game, meaning I think Mm -hmm. they're used a little bit more. Boswell's probably my number one kicker, but I Mm -hmm. do like Bryant pending the weather, as you said. Uh, Bryant was kind of the first guy I went to in a tough defensive matchup against Philly. Uh they're going to be kicking the ball a lot. If the weather sucks, though, yeah. it's going to be rough. Of course, Matt Bryant is, a, you know, he's he's a veteran kicker.
0: Yeah. Right now, it looks like it might just be a little, like it might be kind of windy. Like right now it says, fourteen mile an hour, which isn't anything crazy. Usually, if it's under fifteen, they can deal with it. But it, you know, worth noting. Um. Pitch, the Pittsburgh game is yeah. Pittsburgh game won't be windy, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be like fifteen degrees. Yeah, so.
1: Oswald's familiar with that or at least he should be. He ought to be he's been playing in it now for weeks yeah
0: that hurts a bit let's see the Patriots game um it's going to be like 24 uh little windy like 10 miles an hour there were reports it could be foggy if that's kind of hard to gauge um I guess the Vikings uh Saints game it's in a dome so that's like probably the biggest thing um that's why I'm really looking at Lutz and Forbath um I I can't Pick a Vikings kicker, so I would go Lutz. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Lutz. I like Lutz a lot, actually. I mean, I think there's going to be a good kicking this weekend. To be honest, I think I don't know if you can go wrong. I like Lutz and Bryant and Boswell. Elliot might even do well. Um, I could see yeah. a game where the Eagles literally don't score a touchdown but have like five field goals. <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's their path to winning a field goal battle um <laughs> let's see yeah because Forbath and Lutz where they're both in domes I feel like their chances at hitting a 50 yarder is really nice um it's kind of tough because like the way like I would lean Lutz just because I don't well, I don't think Forbath's just like he hasn't really shown that he can like do a lot as, as weird as that sounds as a kicker but um he he's, he he gets around he gets around ten a lot, which isn't you no know, bad. It's pretty safe. If you're looking <clears> at a cash game kicker, that's the way to go. Home favorite indoors, like there you go. Um, but in tournaments, I'm probably going to lean Lutz. Um, might be a little biased, but like the Saints have a good offense, but like they could get stopped a lot. The issue is th- the Saints, the way they play, there aren't a ton of field goals being kicked. That's the only kind of downside for it. Um, I don't know. I'm I would lean lots a little bit. I might just be biased against Viking kick Viking kickers, but
1: <laughs> I like Lutz over four bath.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Any any thoughts on the cheaper guys, Lambo and suck up? Um,
1: Definitely not taking suck up. Uh, maybe he gets a field goal in the first half when the score is close, but when it's not, they're not even going to be kicking extra points. They're going to be going for two. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: um, <laughs> I could see, I could see Lambo being maybe an option, like if you really need that two hundred somewhere else, and you're like, okay, I'll go down from Elliott to Lambo or whatever. Um, I mean, if Jacksonville's leading and um, they're just trying to keep Blake Bortles from fucking up, uh, that that could be a thing. Um, like I said, it, it's tough to you know predict that exactly, and that's the, that's that's my issue with kickers at fantasy. One of my issues is the, the lack of predictability, mm-hmm. like. You're you're banking on a game script going away, going a certain way, right? So, yeah, but that's
1: why I go with like the star kickers, go with the guys that are weapons for their team, and their team can utilize. Yeah, um, so
0: like I mean, I, obviously Personally, I think the Minnesota it, Saints
1: matchup. Yeah, that that Minnesota Saints matchup—they have the best conditions. They're in a dome. That's great for a yeah. kicker. They don't yeah. have to worry about the outside terrain.
0: Yeah, and that, that's why that's why four bath and lots, especially for tournaments and even cash games like are good options. It's not gonna be too tough to kick there.
1: I don't know about that. Right, so
0: do it. <laughs> yeah, I I I'm kinda ant on him. I don't I I probably would not want to go to him. Uh, this is the one of the weeks where I think it's worth it to get that extra hundred or something for a kicker. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find any like free things for us to enter to compete on. Um, let me see. I do not see any. Um, are you on the domain website? Mm-hmm. Me, oh, I have a plan. This should, I could send you the link, probably.
1: OK. Hey, I think it worked. Yep. <clears throat> $1, $1,000 prize. All right, we're good. Mm-hmm. Q. So this is a cash
0: lineup. Um. Um. Well, I, I guess this, this is definitely a tournament. Um. This is this is our more of like you and me against each other thing. Like we. Did oh GPP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I made something. I'm like, it's like one thousand left. Like uh, you're like one thousand over. Fuck. Damn. Or sorry, one hundred over. I mean. But yeah, let's see.
1: There's just not a lot of wide receivers that I love this week.
0: Yeah, it's annoying. It's kind of tough. Alright, I, th- I th- I'm gonna have, I'll probably have a little money left over just because I don't want to like pick certain people. But it's whatever <laughs> happens.
1: Okay, I think I have a lineup
0: ish. Ah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. All right. Nice. I'll I'll have a hundred left over. Um. All right. So. What uh? What do you got here, Mazi? What's what's your lineup?
1: Okay, so right now, I'm torn between either Marietta or Case Keenum, so one of those mm-hmm. guys. Um, then I've got Henry and Ingram, uh, Juju, Sanu. I have Hogan, Gronk, Boswell, and the Falcons' defense.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. I'm doing a little bit. I'm doing a little bit of stack city here. So okay, I'm doing I'm doing the Keenum, thielen Rudolph stack I talked about. Okay. And then I'm also doing a Fournette Jaguar stack, like uh, like Fournette Jacksonville de- like Jacksonville defense stack. I've got Derek Henry as my other running back. Um, I've got Gus Kowski as my kicker. Want to get a that want to get a piece of that Patriots offense, but you know you in a different way. And my receivers, I've got uh, Julio Jones and I've got Corey Davis. Okay. So that's my uh, that's my lineup for that.
1: Corey Davis with the sleeper pick.
0: Yeah, dog. I want it. I want it. Basically, it's like (laughs) a Henry. They're going to give the ball to Henry. The Patriots are going to get ahead. Kick with Gostkowski. And Corey Davis will be catch-up boy. So, and then I like Fernet a lot, so. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So, we have a little bit of uh, changes. Pretty good, actually. I think, actually, we have very good. Do you have the Atlanta defense?
0: No, I went with uh, I went with the Jags defense. You yeah, went through the Jags. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah, we're to... pretty
1: different, actually. Uh, I yep, yep, yep. might do Case. That'd be the only similarity. And never... Yeah.
0: Where, where I've got Thielen and Rudolph, I felt like I kind of had to go Case Keenum. So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it should be good. It should be good. So Case Keenum or Mariota? That's a good question. Yeah, it's it's more on who you have, I guess, in your lineup. I mean, if... Where I've got Corey Davis and Derek Henry, and I've also got Thielen and Rudolph, I could pretty easily justify either guy, but... I
1: think I'm going to do Mariota.
0: There you go. Mariota and Henry. There, yeah, I mean, that could work out. Just pass, catch all day, right. break off a big screen. <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Cool. All right. Good stuff. All right, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, do, they, do they do a Sunday Million next week? I don't even know.
1: I don't. may Well, they're all on Sunday, so they might. It's only two yeah, games, though.
0: Or, or whatever the million is. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they like do that that weekend. Well, if so, that can be the prize bet again. Um, that or just like an entry into a tournament or something. I, I like doing that, keeping the thing going. So yeah, there we have it. Those are our lineups. Um, we'll make sure we go ahead and um, set in our NFL playoff challenge picks. Just a reminder. As I get. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe you have to like go and like lock back in your um thing. So if you're listening to this and you do that, be sure to um you know check that out. And make I don't sure know if you need in.
1: to. Just it's good to double heard, check, but
0: yeah, I, I heard you did, but not 100% positive. Oh well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that is our um that is our show for today. Um, once the off season hits, we'll be coming back with a uh, a lot more, especially as far as coaching changes and you know different player situations and evaluating you know how there's pretty much evaluating players we're going to really help y'all kick some butt in your leagues next year um as we plan to also kick some butts so oh yeah um Maz, you got anything to add no man i think we covered it
1: we'll go a little yeah. more into depth next week too on some of the uh, changes going around the nfl
0: mm-hmm, for sure for sure um so uh, as always uh thank you for listening anyone um probably probably Jay watt hey Jay watt um <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, we'll be back. Maybe not next week. So, sometime, kind of soon. Uh, I'm sure we'll decide we want to talk fantasy anyway. And um, yeah, everyone have a uh, have a good week. Hopefully, your tournaments go well. Um, and not just not well enough to beat one of us. <laughs> <laughs>